7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Um, disappointing, disappointing results, disappointing performance. Yeah, hopefully, as KP, KP, our fitness trainer said, probably in our fifth game, we will find our our rhythm. Uh, that team that is wearing a kit that looks like a Sundance kit, I do not recognize that team, and it must leave the bubble immediately because if we are not careful. We are going to play Confederations Cup, not the Champions League, because we are just poor, poor. Our agents, I, I, the game is finished, Lafitte. Oh, what? That game was so hard to watch. Like, honestly, it was, it was a shambles. But I guess above, just even above the result, like the, Overall performance is just like it's scary. It doesn't look like we're gonna like shake this off anytime soon because like nobody's willing to fight in the team. Like once once we go down, Ishua and Jali. AJ has been our by far best middle fielder this season. AJ is not playing; he's always on the bench. With rumors of ill-discipline, my issue is if a player is ill-discipline, you don't even put him on the match day squad. The spine of our team. Uh, Thompo, 35 years old in middle field. Nascimento, center back, 33. Onyango, 35. That's uh, entire, they all add up to 103 age. That's the spine of our team. Well, good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On with me, Tabi Somosia, uh, Katleko Mudiba and Timothy producing the show, and Sylvester Komane is our technical producer. And uh, that clip that we've opened with is from the Masanda One of Log Boys. They've got their own media channel on social media there, and uh, that was some of the reaction after their loss to Cape Town City last night, which has surely paved the way for Kaiser Chiefs then to win their first league title in five years, or has it? But I gotta say, we had to highlight that reaction. We love the work that is being done by the Masanda One of Log Boys. They've taken matters into their own hands here. Yeah, they make sure that they keep uh, their fans, uh, uh, their fellow supporters, updated with what's happening at Mamelodi Sundowns. And I also believe they've got accreditation. Do they, Katako? They've got accreditation from the PSL so they can get inside info and first hand info from their team, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. And I see now what they've done is that they've gathered all their fans and they join uh, this uh, virtual group based basically, and then they give their views on uh, social media or on their recent games. And some of the comments are really quite interesting. Our guys, that midfield is old. Andile Jali is the big talking point. I know it's the big talking point. Uh, and there have been issues or, or stories about ill-discipline, and that's why apparently he has not been starting at Sundowns and has also been putting up out some cryptic messages on uh, social media. And as as much as the coach is probably punishing him for, for ill-discipline then, but how much responsibility must the big players take here? Because he's a big player, Andile Jali. And if there are stories of ill-discipline going into the final stretch of the season, then he must also take take some responsibility. I heard one of the vlog boys saying that um, he should that um, he should not even be in the squad. But we've actually heard over the past few months that uh, when Charlie had his initial problems at Sundowns, uh, just after he joined, uh, they would pick him in the squad so that they can 
keep an eye on him. So if they go in the continent, they travel to, to Kiev matches, they make sure that he's part of the squad, whether he plays or not. Because if they leave them behind, if they leave him behind, then when he comes back, when they come back, then he'll probably be, uh, it will probably be a mess. So that's why he's in the squad. But he's been playing, he's been coming off the bench. And on that note, we will get reaction on the Absa Premiership from somebody who's played for both teams to find out if the title is now for Kaiser Chiefs to lose. You can even send us your voice notes there to 061-4104-107. By the way, it's not only Charlie. What about Tembin Kosiloch and Justin Shonga? They also let the big institution down there uh, when they were excluded from the first two matches because of ill-discipline, because of the of a breach of protocol. How much responsibility must these players also take for their actions? But uh, before we talk Sundowns and Chiefs and the title race, we received an interesting voice note last night, which we're going to play today. And it asked why the PSL has not taken the knee to show solidarity for the Black Lives Matter movement. We've been speaking to a number of organizations, especially cricket, uh, just about this Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, many sportsmen from around the world, those federations or, or sporting codes, have taken the knee, but not the PSL since the restart of the APSA Premiership. I do not remember it at all. Actually, we did put a call through to the PSL to confirm this and the players have not taken the knee. They did confirm that uh, to us. So we've invited the PSL but they've declined to talk to us about this matter. So we're going to speak to a former player uh, and uh, somebody who knows the industry very well just to get his thoughts on why the PSL players have not taken the knee. It's also a sad day for South African football and the SA sporting community as a whole following the passing of journalist and former City Press sports editor Mr. Sboom Seleku. We have spoken to him a few times on this show. Um, I think he's an, he's an idol. He's somebody that most of us looked up to before we got into this industry. We, we, we used to read his articles, of course, so we're going to go back to one of the interviews that we did with Spoom Seleko, probably one of his last interviews, who knows. Uh, we did it a couple of months ago with him as we remember one of our own. And if we still have time, we want to squeeze in some cricket because there is uh, somebody that wants to react on what's happened at Cricket South Africa over the past 24 hours following the resignation of Chris Nenzani and the resignation of uh, Dr. Jacques Fall and the dismissal of Nase Apia also in the past 24 hours. So hopefully we'll get to that conversation. But up next, we're going to talk about the PSL's decision not to take the knee. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Before we get into our discussion about why the PSL or the players have not taken the knee and uh, let's just give you a score update from the match between Pirates and Barroca. It is 1-1 five minutes into the second half there and it was goalless between Bidvis Vets and Golden Arrows today as well as Chipper United up against the Highlands Park. But let's get to that discussion now. Let's play that voice note from yesterday that we received that's led us to this conversation tonight. Uh, evening to be so I just want to find out quickly from you why is it that the PSL soccer league do not take a knee before every game uh, i've yet to see one side do it um, can someone explain that okay great um we did invite the the psl unfortunately they decided against talking to us tonight about not taking the knee i've got my own views on that but we've also brought in sport business expert and founder of sport boardroom and a former player uh, mr squilly gumede just to try and make sense of this mr gumede good evening sir thank you for speaking to us again on safm this evening Good evening, Tony Stockman. Uh, good to be here and thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, uh, you had the question that the PSL has not taken the knee, but I know that they've commented on it. They've said that the GBV campaign was more pressing for them, but they also still support BLM and will have messages to show their support. But the question has been asked by a listener, why have they not taken the knee? Is it a fair question, Mr. Skulikumed? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
Um, it, it definitely is a, is a fair question, but 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 also it is it's one of those things that is that is quite difficult to uh, make a judgment on uh, because I, th- I think they've made a judgment call, and 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 no one really can say that they're right or wrong about that call. Um, we would have to, you know, I think history and 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 the the consumers and, and the fans would judge, you know, would, would be the correct judges of this. Uh, but it, it's neither here nor there. I think um, I think it's, it's probably fair to say that uh, uh, gender-based violence in this country is, is a real problem, and, and, and they prioritise that. But the fact that someone has asked that question suggests that they, 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 it's probably something that they should have explained properly upfront, uh, you know, before these questions started coming up. Their explanation has been that they, they, they have put out messages against racism. They'll continue to do so even next season. Does that not count then, or is it, is it just not good enough? No, no, it does. It, it certainly does. I mean, I, I, think, I think no one can stand up and say the PSL is wrong by, not, by, by doing what they've done. It, it's a judgment call. I mean, it, I, I think it's, it's fair to say that a, a lot of these decisions are, are, are subjective calls that people make based on the circumstances and, and, and the information available in front of them. So, so I absolutely, it would be very difficult for anybody to criticize the PSL for not doing it. Not knowing um, how they've arrived at this decision, I think, I think, I think uh, perhaps the only thing to say is that it, 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 it should not have taken uh, consumers or fans asking questions about it for, 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 for them to clarify what was happening. Mm. You say based on circumstances, and it's very difficult to blame the PSL. Uh, you've also mm. highlighted their campaign against a GPV. Does that not uh, maybe? Um, Makes sense when the PSL says the GBV is a more pressing matter, especially with what's happening in South Africa at the moment, especially because we are still in Women's Month, and 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 that's been the talk uh, basically in South Africa that GBV needs to be addressed and strongly too. Well, absolutely. I, I mean, let's we 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 also need to remember to put these things in context, right? So 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 um, in in this country. In, in Black Lives Matter in this country perhaps does not have the same meaning as it does in the U.S. Because black people in this country are the majority and they're in government. They, they are still subjected to ra- racism and, and, and uh, income inequalities and economic inequalities, etc., etc. But, but perhaps, you know, it, it, is, it is fair to say that gender-based violence in this country is, is perhaps far more... Uh, it, important and a bigger issue for us than than black lives matter as, as just you know but but i mean that's neither here nor there i think the psl has made a decision based on on what they thought were the present priorities and and it's difficult for anybody to to criticize them for that um my only thing is i said i'm repeating myself is that Perhaps it is something that um, should have been, you know, communicated better so that people don't start asking questions with how. By the way, why has everyone been taking the knee and they have not? Um, but other than that, no. I mean, I, I, I can't fault them for that. Some some will point to to UK to the Premier League football or even to the Bundesliga to say, but those players have been taking the knee every game until the end of their season. So why is it different than in South Africa? Does it also go back to what you were saying now that 
GBV is 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 a bigger issue here in South Africa. I think I, I think I think it does, but I also think that in all of these other markets, black people are a minority uh, whose whose plight perhaps is is slightly different to ours here. We, we are a majority in this country. We, we should in this country have a, a white lives matter rather than a black lives matter. In in, in the context of because we in power, uh, we, we 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 as a country perhaps should 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 be enforcing things that are important to us rather than protesting Black Lives Matter like we're a minority, like we are, you know, like we like the black people are in the US as an example. We we we, we you know so so the gender based violence issue in this country is 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 far more of a pressing issue. And and perhaps PSL is right in, in, in doing so than 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 um, than Black Lives Matter. I mean um, but uh, having said that, uh, perhaps beyond this month, as they say, when the new new season starts, they, you know there will be a lot more of that. I, I do recall that uh, at the start of um, the players being allowed to train, I, I did see a number of teams. I think Chiefs certainly was one of the teams that actually did their own Black Lives Matter um, mm. thing at their training ground. So mm. it, it, there was an element of that. But the PSL as a as an organisation hadn't uh, pronounced on on this issue and 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 and, and maybe that's um, that's something that they should have managed better but uh, it's hard for anyone to say they're wrong if you guys want to weigh in on this, 061-4104-107, that's our voice note number 061-4104-107 if you want to weigh in on whether the PSL, it was an oversight for them not to take a knee, or you agree with Mr. Skuli Kumede here uh, from the comments that is made. Hi, Tabiso. This is probably the first sports show I've ever listened to on a daily basis. Keep up the good work. Very informative. And now when the, whenever there's sports discussions, I can also put in a word or two. Thanks. From <laughs> okay, thank you for that. You are far too <laughs> kind. I'm glad we can we can help you there in those discussions. Mr. Kumete then, unlike cricket, rugby, netball and hockey, where there are serious racism issues here in South Africa, the PSL, I mean, we don't hear stories of racism in South African football, whether it's players, whether it's management and, and, and whether it's coaches. So so you can, under, basically you can understand why the PSL PSL has seen other matters as more important than just taking a knee. That's true. Uh, I, 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 I can't fault you there. I, I think I think there's definitely an element of that as well. Okay, we've got we've got another voice note. There's the separatist approach uh, by 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 football bodies on this matter in South Africa is problematic. I must say, <clears throat> gender-based violence. The struggle on that is not separate from the struggle to ensure that society recognizes that black lives matter. And to say that blacks are in power here in South Africa is elusive. It's a lie that is peddled by the ANC. Actually, what is in power in South Africa is white minority through white monopoly capital. What is happening is that the executive of the state is blacks but those in charge of the economy are actually whites. Look and scratch deeper than the surface. Don't be lazy. Thanks. This is Matuaka from Islander.
Good evening. I think the PSL is running away with the facts. This is politics. And the SA cricket is also running away because it's politics. South African sports committees and organizations, they don't want to entertain things that they won't benefit. That's why they are using apartheid eras. So this thing of why us blacks, why us blacks, it's going to happen now and again. Check here in Pumalang. Good evening, Tabi. So I trust that you well. Star here from Durban. I agree 100% with Mr. Squealy. But I definitely think that um, we stand in solidarity with our American brothers and our European black brothers and brothers around the world. But it is not as pressing uh, a matter as GBV. And I think that all lives matter as well. I think that we are in a in a position where we can stay to go to all lives matter in South Africa. Having gone through what we've gone through, uh, yeah, thank you. Tabiso, uh, it's Banizalo Tuli here from Durban. Um, I think Mr. Kumete's statements for me are devoid of truth. The issue of black lives matter is not a matter of a minority or majority. It's an issue of marginalization of black people universally. In South Africa, if you look at uh, these sporting courts, only soccer has got uh, more black people, but the rest of the sporting courts are still uh, monopolized by white people. The wealth of this country is still in the hands of minority. So PSL should have taken the knee and they should support Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Okay, thank you for those voice notes. Mr. Squilly Kumeda. Couple of them disagree with you, especially when you say that uh, black people are in charge of this country. They're saying that black people are not in charge. The economy is still white here. So, listen, it's, it, it is a polarizing issue on, on some level, right? You, you're never going to have everyone agreeing on the issue. But, but uh, you know, there is a reason why uh, across the continent of, the continent of Africa, as an example, there, there wasn't a, a big uh, Black Lives Matter um, protests right across the continent, uh, pretty much because in 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 those countries, in, uh, you know, that issue is, is, is I mean, it is an issue as a as solidarity with our with the diaspora and, and and our black people across the rest of the world, but not on the continent itself. But having said that, I mean, I I cannot fault the gentleman who said, for example. There is no reason why you can't do both, and and, and it's true. It, it is possible to to protest and to uh, to pronounce on on gender-based violence and still take the knee uh, and, and and do both. So, but but it is it is difficult for anybody to say the PSL is wrong. I mean, I just think that they made a judgment call. Uh, maybe maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. We, we, I would not. I, I, I'm not necessarily right either. I'm just make, expressing an opinion. So. Uh, so it, it is, it is uh, on, 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 on many levels uh, an issue of opinions, and I, I do believe personally that uh, the issue of gender-based violence in this country is, is, a, is a far bigger shame for us as, this, as a country um, at, at this point in time, and, and I, I would have agreed with the PSL to prioritise that. And then would you still say it was an oversight then not to take the knee, even though uh, they had to prioritise a GBV? Uh, it, it, it's, 
you, if you said that, I, I wouldn't fight with you either. I, 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 but I, I wouldn't say that it was an oversight on, on, on PSL's behalf. But anyone who says that they could have done both um, has a point. And, 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 and it is possible to, to have, to have uh, highlighted gender-based violence and, and, and also to take the knee. But, you know, sometimes, uh, as I was talking earlier to the producer, uh, in marketing, you want to have one single-minded message in your, in your story, and too many messages are confusing. And, and so, from a communication point of view, it, it is it is always better to be single-minded about your message. But it it, it, it is it is it was possible for for gender-based violence and uh, Black Lives Matter, as in taking the knee, to be uh, to be combined. Okay, Mr. Skulikumede, thank you for your insight. Thank you for your thoughts on SAFM, the sport business expert and founder of Sport Boardroom and also former player at Amazulu. Good evening, Jarvis. I don't agree with Safa because I think us as Blacks, we were supposed to be seen in front advocating for Black Lives Matter. But now, if English Premier League is doing that and we don't do that, when we have problems with cricket and rugby, and now what will be the like any a reason that you can blame these rugby players who didn't take a knee out there when PSL PSL was supposed to do it first? It's very unfortunate that the guy wants. Well, it's also very unfortunate that the PSL is not here to explain their side of the story. We can only go from what we've heard from the press conference, uh, but we did in, in, invite them. But like Mr. Kumede said uh, there on the show, uh, well, said just recently, he was saying that the, in the UK, racism in sport is probably not as big or in football is not as big as it is here in South Africa. They've got issues in management. They've got issues in coaching. They've got issues with how black players are reported on uh, by the media. And Mr. Gumede was saying maybe we don't have such pressing matters here in South Africa. And that's why GBV uh, should be a priority. And Zeko Smith agrees with Mr. Skuli Gumede on Twitter saying that nothing can be bigger than GBV in uh, this country. Up next, we're going to talk the title race. Sundowns Chiefs, is it gone or is there still a lot to fight for for my Melody Sundowns? For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Still 1-1 between Pirates and Barocca. Just over 20 minutes left there at uh, Emirates Airline Park. But we've got uh, former Kaiser Chiefs and Sundowns player uh, Jabulani Mendu on the line just to get his thoughts on the exciting APSA Premiership title race. Or is it still exciting? Mr. Eskel, good evening, sir. Thank you very much again for speaking to us on SAFM. No, we are fine. Good to hear from you, sir. I hope you are well and safe. I'm cold, in fact. I'm from a meeting, so I'm driving and I'm cold. So I'm going to just pack a bit and talk to you. Thank you. We appreciate that. And let's let's let, let's hope you're gonna get warm and Escom doesn't switch the lights off later. Eh? Oh yeah. Anything can I'm happen. going home. <laughs> but it's a six point <laughs> gap, Jabulani Mendu, with six matches left now. Firstly, do you agree with those who say now it's for Chiefs to lose? Now they've got the big advantage. No way. We're talking about fifteen points, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, are we talking about three points or four? We're talking about 15 points. You know, and Chiefs is still going to play Vets. It's still going to play Sundowns. Yes, mathematically so, it's for them to lose. But again, it's for them to win. You know, so I think it's 
it's, it's going to be a very uh, exciting finish. Not as, not as uh, we expected, but it's going to be uh, a photo finish. But the two games are important. Chiefs versus Reds and Sundowns versus uh, Chiefs. Oh, so you think those are the games that will help decide the title race? Those are the games that are going to determine where the league is going. Now, are you are you surprised at how slow Sundowns have been after this resumption of the PSL? Sundowns plays like this. I'm not surprised. This is how people play. You know, mm. uh, we we can forgive them. You know, I mean, even Kaiser Chiefs they didn't they don't play well, but. Uh, they managed to come back. It, it's been five months, guys. We just need to care, to cut uh, the, the, this boy some slack, you know. But sometimes I'm not surprised. This is how they they play. They play patient build up. They they want you to to get tired by obviously uh, searching for the ball. They keep position. Then when you're tired, that's where they score. They they, they punish you. So I'm not surprised about sometimes. I'm surprised about uh, the way they considering goals. Do you still expect them to come back and be better, Sundowns? Of course, of course. I mean, you can't be a bad Sundowns uh, because you stayed for five months without taking a ball. You know, people have put a lot of work in this team, and uh, the Mutipe has done the same, even the players, you know, because they're building a team that is going to represent and compete in Africa, not only in the PSL. So you can see even the way they play, everybody understands where to when you don't so when you don't have the ball and where to when you have the ball. So let's just give them maybe in the new season, everyone will be back, will be back uh, in full fitness. Then we'll see the Suntowns that we all love. But do you expect them to bounce back this season and still challenge uh, Chiefs? Yes, I, I, I still think they, they want to challenge Kaiser Chiefs and I still think Kaiser Chiefs is ready for the challenge. That's why I'm saying it's going to be a photo finish and it's going to be a beautiful game, uh, game to watch. Uh, we're going to be talking about this league. We'll be talking about the 2020 for the rest of our lives. So <laughs> I think it's going to be very exciting this season. I've seen uh, Pizzo Musimane has been criticised by the Sundowns fans, especially for his selections, uh, playing Mabuwe at wing back or right back for not starting with Andile Jali. What do you make of the criticism? One, there's no that is going to tell you a game day that you're playing as a, 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 a right winger or a, a full back. They practice, they spoke with him, they psyched him up. He know what was expected from him. He's a youngster. He can. He, he's flexible. I don't. I don't mind, and I don't see it as a problem because uh, that's how uh, I mean. Sundowns plays. Coming to 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 Charlie, maybe maybe uh, he wasn't ready. He had maybe a knock. That's why they're not starting him. I don't know. I don't really know. But I still think uh, the combination of Charlie Kekane and. Serino and Zwani is still the best for me. Mm. What about Kaiser Chiefs? They are on a roll. What do you read? What can we make from that comeback win over Pulukwane City? Never surprised at all. This is how Kaiser Chiefs played the whole season. They don't knock the ball. They don't circulate the ball. They don't share the ball. They just play to Matowo. Matowo will want, uh, will search for uh, Nokovic on the left. Nokovic gonna head it back in the 18 era. Then they're gonna finish. That's the typical Kaiser Chiefs 
way of play. I was never surprised, and I was keep on telling the guys that I was watching with you guys, set pieces. This team reminds us with the Kaiser teams of Stuart Parker. They will let you have the play, have position, enjoy the game. But when they get set pieces, they're going to punish you. That's what uh, um, Pulukane lost the game. They didn't analyze uh, set pieces of Kaiser Chiefs. And how much confidence will they take from that 3-2 win? They've got Bloemfontein Celtic up next. They're gonna, they, they, they might beat uh, Celtic because the confidence is high. You know, when you come back from 2-0 down and win 3-2, that does something to you as a, uh, as a footballer, as a player. It gives you that belief that, look, guys, this means we can win all the remaining games. This means, guys, we're unbeatable. This means we were not number one team in the league. This means, as a team, guys, we can win. You know, it, it boosts you that confidence that you can have that belief that this league is ours to, to, to win. Mm. And should we only be looking at those two teams, uh, Jabulani Mendu, Kaza Chiefs and Sundowns, or do you think there could be a dark horse here? If, if a vest won today, it was going to be a dark horse. But now they drew. They dropped another two points. You know, if, if Pirates win, then uh, that position for Vets is going to be in, 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 in danger. So I, I think it's a two-horse race in Kaiser Chiefs and, and Mamelodi Sundowns. It's a two-horse race, but you still say... It's a two-horse race. There's still a long way to go. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. It's, we're talking about 15 points. If one of them lose one and draw one, then it's going to be another complexion. It's going to mm. change everything. Especially if that happens to Kaiserji, it's going to change everything. You know what I mean? So everyone now needs to be on their A game. They need to play to win. Irrespective of how they win, it doesn't matter this time. You play to win. You play for three points. You play for the cup. That's all you have to play for now. Okay. Actually, it's 18 points, six games. 18 points. Oh, yeah, 18 so points. still a lot to play for. I, I, was, I was good with money, not with men. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for your insight, Jablani Mendy. We're going to call you again towards the end of the season to see if it's no going problem. according to no how you problem. called it. No problem. Thanks, man. What a good job that you guys are doing. Keep it up, man. Thanks. We always love hearing from you. Stay safe and stay warm, Mr. Jablani Mendu. SKL, they're talking to us. So it's not over yet. Uh, that's what he thinks. There's still a lot to play for there. And um, we're still going to talk cricket. I think we'll still have time for our conversation with Jack Madiseng. Uh, but uh, as I mentioned, it's also a sad day for South African sport. We um, lost one of our own in uh, Spoom Selek with a veteran sports writer and former editor of uh, City Press. And uh, we thought that we should just um, just play one of the last interviews we had with him. Uh, he's been on the show a couple of times uh, before. He even uh, told us that he was leaving City Press or he had left City Press to go start his own uh, sports uh, channel. And uh, we're just going to play a little bit of the interview that we had with him. And uh, let's go there, Jensen. Are we ready for sports journalists to reveal who they support? Let's uh, speak to City Press sports editor Brasbu Mseleko. Brasbu, good evening, sir, and thank you very much for your time and joining us on SAFM. Good evening, my brother, and to the listeners, you are welcome. Hey, you're still going strong, Brasbu, and I know you've got many more years left in you. What keeps you going in this industry? <laughs> they are not many. Ah, Brasbu. Well, I th- uh, well, I think uh, you know there is one of the, the one of the things that uh, our one of our soccer greatest soccer legends, Chuchu Musona, once said, 
He said, uh, anyone who doesn't have passion, who does, who is not passionate about anything in life, they should do themselves a favor just by a rope and a bucket and something yourself. Oh, that's not nice, Jomasana. <laughs> Uh, and oh, over the years, I think it, it, it's passion, my it's brother. Passion. I was introduced to football at a very young age. Uh, I used to go and watch my father while I still had, while I was still uh, having my bottle as a, as a, as a toddler. Mm. <laughs> and has the industry? How has the industry changed since you since you started becoming a sports journalist, Brasbu? My brother, just like any sphere of life, you know, it, 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 it has it has evolved. I mean. I've been in the industry now for more than three decades. Mm. And in that period, I think it, it it has evolved dramatically, you know. And it has moved with the times, you know, with everything. I mean, like uh, just last week, I was telling some of the young journalists in our newsroom that when we started, uh, we were using typewriters, you know. <laughs> and in those, you know, What's I that? Also, What's I that? I saw an article. There was an article that was sent by a freelancer. What's that? It What's a typewriter? A it had a byline, and after the byline, he wrote begins, and at the end of the text, he wrote ends. <clears throat> and I brought these youngsters, and I was t- telling them that this was how we started writing, because in the typewriters, we used to write in very short uh, pieces of paper where you could only fit a paragraph. Yeah. So, like, when you when you're coming to the office and doing a match report, you you write begins and you write the <laughs> intro. And if if you're on deadline, as soon as you are done with the with the intro, the sports editor will take it to the subs to be subbed, and you'll continue writing the next paragraph. If we had been told whether to write how many paragraphs to write, that you must write eight paragraphs or so. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to you couldn't refer and check back what did you write in the previous paragraph. Mm-hmm. So what happens when there was a 90th minute equalizer? No, no, no. We, no, Brur, we had to drive to the office after the match. You had to drive to oh. the office and sit on a typewriter because you, the typewriters were, they sat in the office. So you had to go back to your desk in the office. Yeah. Okay. And start and sit on the typewriter and write the match there. You couldn't, you couldn't report from the stadium. We remember there were no cell phones. Oh, excuse me, Brasbo, I don't even know what a typewriter is. You are educating me. Uh, yeah, I'm just used to typing and emailing it immediately, the match report. You see, you see. <laughs> I'm sure you've never even dictated a match report. Oh, no, now, you, now you're speaking Greek to, Greek to me. I don't yeah, even know what some, you're talking at some about. Stage, at some stage, uh, when Orlando Pirates played their matches at Misharing, uh, when I, I was working for the Sowetan, there was a house next to the stadium where I went and made an arrangement. As soon as the match ends, I will go there and the office will call me and I will have to dictate the match, the match report. <laughs> well, so some, no. Somebody will be taking the notes on the other, will be writing, as I say. So I will, I will dictate my story. No, you, yeah. you, no, no, you clearly, you guys clearly had it hard during your time, uh, Brasbu. I'm sure you're happy that things have changed, but let's get but back we, to... But we survived. Yeah, and, and you're still standing. And maybe, and maybe, and maybe we could, we could just turn around and say, you guys are having it easy. <laughs> I think <laughs> we are from what easy. you've told us. I think we are from what you've told us. Yeah. But are, are you happy yeah. that Amazulu are back in the big leagues, Brasbu? Amazulu? Mm. Why would I be happy? Because they're a big team with a rich history there in KZN. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know. I, I've, 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 over the years, my brother, I've, uh, I've, I've learned or I've developed this thick skin of not being uh, emotionally involved in, in, in football. And, and, more, and, especially, more especially matters involving clubs. 
You know, my previous boss, Tabiso Temo, always says that too. You know, he says, no, I'm not that emotionally involved anymore, especially when I got into the industry uh, and I saw some of the things that are happening. But on your side, why is that? No, that is true. Uh, it, it is stuff like that uh, 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 when you like, you know, um, like this. You know, this question that you question that you, the subject that you are, you are addressing today. Yes. Let me tell you, I, I respect you because I think it's one of the toughest that I've had to to address in my uh, during my career. Um, what is that? I mean, every every young boy, South African, more especially black African, uh, black in South Africa, grows up. Uh, supporting football, you know. And uh, that was part of our interview then with the legendary and now later former sports journalist and City Press sports editor, Mr. Spoon Seleko, one of the people, of course, who came up with that name, Bafana Bafana, when they were at the Soviet, and that was mentioned by SAFA President uh, Dr. Denny Jordan earlier to, to, today. And uh, it's uh, his passing has shocked a lot of us, and we'd like to send our condolences uh, to the Seleko family and everybody who knew him and just to the whole football community as a whole. We saw the news this morning from Mr. Dumaganlov who put it up on his uh, Facebook page uh, saying that uh, he succumbed to COVID-19 related illness and may his soul rest in peace Mr. Spoom Seleku.